Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, it is Wednesday, December 7th on Drive Time Lincoln. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander this week. He's down south enjoying warmer weather than we have now. I'm going to talk about the weather in just a second. Uh, behind the board, as always, good friend and executive producer of the show. We're going to, can yes. you say executive? I, I have executive producer of the show. Well, Tom you'll have to run that by Jack, but when oh. I'm here, I'll just call you executive. How's that? <laughs> I mean, it's where I'm always <laughs> jealous of Josh Floyd on Saturdays. That's right. I was thinking I was one step closer to him, but maybe not. <laughs> well, at least while I'm here, I, I'll, I'll say executive. Sounds so. good. Um, hey, Johnny, I've been meaning all week to mention this, and I've forgotten. So um, there's a second annual caroling bus tour going on. Did you know that? Did you know I signed up for that? Did you really? Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so if you're interested, KLAN's uh, hosting their second annual caroling bus tour. Uh, it's this Sunday, actually, December 7th, uh, hosted by LNK Today with Jack and Friends. You're going to have Jack Mitchell there along with Caleb Mark. Um, it sounds like Johnny now. Johnny Cadillac will be there. On the bus. So if you want more information and you want to join Johnny on the bus, go to KLAN.com and um, you can uh, enjoy a good time with them. So that's my question of the day for you, Johnny, is this. Are you a caroler? Like, can you carry a tune? Uh, because if you're going to be on the bus, Carolyn. I like to sing, but nobody's really ever accused me of being a good singer. At least not in my adult years. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. And so um, I will, I'll hope to blend in with other voices around All me right. come Sunday. All right. I've never actually done a caroling event before. Really? So you've never done I mean, it? I think with my church years ago, we went shut-ins, but it was only like three of us. It was, it was right. a little different feel than what Sunday is going right. to be. But, I mean, I just saw all the Facebook Live videos from last year's event, and I was like, oh, man, that looks like so much fun. So maybe you, I'll keep my voice down. You and, just probably jacked up the number of people that are going to join the bus <laughs> right now because you're going to be on there. Come, so. come and you, I'm giving any, anyone permission to judge my singing. But <laughs> let's have go. a good time. That's most important. You, that, you might have to work on uh, that with Riggins because, uh, you know, then you can kind of do a contest like who's the better singer. So, <laughs> All right. Well, Sunday's weather is actually going to be really decent. 48. It's going to be nice out. So it's going to be great for the caroling. But we just got word that we now are in a winter weather, weather advisory starting at 3 a.m. on Thursday in just a few hours, um, going through 6 p.m. So all day tomorrow, we're going to have some freezing drizzle and rain. We'll keep you up to date right here at KLN.com to make sure that you get to where you want to go safely. Be careful when you're driving that's the big thing they're saying now is it's going to be really slick out so just hey, be careful when you do that hey Doug, yep. do you want to give me a ride to the show tomorrow to the show we can talk about that <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to if walk in that if there's a winter advisory while i'm still walking to work i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey um you know we've got a uh, couple of different political stories we just wanted to share real quick that popped up over the last 24 hours russ barger uh, who lost to george duncan um, for the 20 uh, district 26 unicameral seat he's asked the secretary of state for a recount and so he's actually uh, presented a lawsuit to them and so it's not under the um, automatic recounts since it was 224 votes short, um, but he's you know pushing for that, so we'll see what happens. Um, they didn't hit the threshold for the automatic recount, so we're going to see what happens. Uh, Barger and his campaign they put out a release saying uh, that they are willing to cover the ca ca cost of it all. They said the hand count might exceed about six thousand dollars, so we've got that going on. And then apparently, former Senator and Governor Bob Kerry not very happy uh, with current leadership for the Nebraska Democratic Party um, because uh, he's not happy with the way the leadership's going with Democratic State Chairman.
Congressman Jane Klebe. He's asked for his name to be removed from the title of the Nebraska Democratic Party's major fundraising event. It's called Kerry Nelson, the Kerry Nelson Dinner, uh, named in honor of obviously Bob Kerry and former Senator and Governor Ben Nelson. Klebe said that they're going to go ahead and take his name off. Um, here's why Kerry, um, you know, wanted the name dropped. He described the state of Nebraska's Democratic Party as quote pathetic. Uh, and suggesting that candidates need to be more middle of the road. So we've got drama happening on both sides of the aisle, and we'll see how that plays out over the next couple of days. All right, we're going to be um, talking politics on the show today. You're in for an absolute treat, because we've just had the the best time over the last 15 minutes with our guest here today. Um, but before that, tomorrow or on Friday, we're going to have uh, Stan Parker joining us. He's going to be running for mayor of uh, the city of Lincoln. So he's going to be joining us on Friday. But today, we're honored to have Dr. Elena Newman uh, in the studio. Dr. Newman has put uh, her hat in the ring for District 3 City Council seat, uh, and that's going to be on the ballot coming April of 2023. So, Dr. Newman, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. This is not your first time, by the way. This is not. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. I, I feel like I'm part of the cast. <laughs> you are. <laughs> The way we were talking before, it's like, man, I want her to be here every show because you're just so fun to talk to, and you've got an incredible story uh, as well. But before we jump into your story, are you a caroler? We may as well ask. I sing. I, but, but you know, some people sing. Some people dance. My my husband and I are ballroom dancers. We'll I saw dance. that. Uh, I, I can't. I can't say that my singing. I, I mean, if you need a room cleared, I, I will attempt. <laughs> hey, there you go. But yeah, I. I mean, I can. I can. I can dance. You know, I can dance all day long. But as far as singing, mm, so no, you're a ballroom dancer. I am. Tell me a little bit about that before we get into your story, because that's intriguing. Yeah. So <laughs> my wife has always wanted it, us to take lessons. So yeah. So I actually went to a wedding at uh, Delray Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, former student invited me to a wedding, and I saw. I've been looking for years, and this was back. I mean, this was. I've been dancing for six years now. Wow. Um, but I I walked in. And I saw they offered dancing classes, and I've been looking for years for something adult like you mm-hmm. know for adults to do. And uh, I looked at the literature. I was like, wow, I'm I'm interested. And I called on Monday, that following Monday, and I asked them if they do competitions. That's the only thing I asked. And and they're like, yeah, we do competitions. I was like, okay, I'm coming in and signing up. I went in, signed up that day, competed two months later. Really? And you'd never done it before? No. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know... I. I'm I'm one of those people when I jump into it I I jump 150 200 300 percent and I I keep with it until somebody tells me no. Well, and that's why I, I love that drive. I love that drive, and I think that's why it's important to get your message out about why you're running for city council. We're going to talk about that because you're going to be here the whole show. The second yeah. half of the show, we're going to talk about your campaign and what your platform is and how you're going to work and and if you are elected to deal with the issues at hand in the city. But before we get there, um, you're an immigrant to this country. Uh, your people are Armenian, as you say, and that's your um, ethnic ethnicity. Correct. Um, but let's let's talk about your story. It, it's a it's, it's an amazing story that we all need to hear about um, about where you came from because it 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 defines who you are number one and it really defines the race that you're having for city council. Yeah. So I again, like you said, my ethnicity is Armenian. So my my people were part of the Armenian genocide that la- that happened years and years and years ago. 
my brother and I were second generation um, genocide survivors. Mm. And so what ended up happening is people over the course uh, in Armenia, over the course of time where, where the wars happened, where people were kind of forced out of that territory, uh, they migrated to various parts of the country of, of the world. And my family settled in Azerbaijan, um, Baku, which is Baku is a capital city. That's okay. that's right on the Caspian Sea. I remember swimming in the Caspian Sea. Really, and it's very buoyant. By the way, it's super salty, so you don't sink. <laughs> so, um, and as a child, I love that. But the at that time, the same kinds of territorial disputes, religious upheavals, all of that resulted in us being forced out again Mm. and so i remember um getting ready for nap and and we usually my brother and i usually took a nap around noon uh after lunch and there was a knock on the door and my grandma went over to the door of the apartment and the next thing i heard was her scream Mm. and then after that my grandpa shoved a piano to block the door, to barricade the door. And then from that point on, I saw, as a child, I saw our apartment being infiltrated from the balcony. So they broke windows. Uh, there was, They broke in through the door, and they eventually made it into our apartment, and they got gathered us all in our living room, living area, and they said, you can either stay and we kill you, or you leave and you have a chance at life. And so we basically, my grandpa, my grandma, my mom, my brother and I, all huddled. We were escorted down to a, a flight of stairs, downstairs to the front of the building. There was a sidewalk. Both of the sidewalks were lined with um, people who wanted, who didn't want us there. Um, they were, they had face coverings on them. So. All we could see were their eyes. Um, things were being thrown at us. And, of course, the parents and the grandparents shielded the kids. And this was multiple families being escorted. But I remember walking down that that path, and we were boarded on a bus. And that bus took us to the railroad tracks where we were just left. Mm. And at that point, when we couldn't, when they couldn't keep us at the railroad tracks because the people were coming in and getting food for the kids and the elderly, they had to do something with us. And so they boarded us, they put us on a plane and sent us over to Moscow and then just said, get out. And the families refused to get out because we had nowhere else to go. They finally gave the government officials finally gave us in a hotel room, which I've mentioned before by all standards, us standards, it would be uh, uninhabitable Mm. uh, in our, you know, by our standards. And, that's where we stayed until my dad came. We got reunited with my dad. And then we went, my brother, myself, and my mom went to Rostov-on-Don, where we were basically waiting for our paperwork, which took about five years to get our paperwork approved to come to the United States. And then you came to the United States. And where did you settle? Yep. So in November of 1993, we came to the United States and we came to Lincoln, Nebraska. Really? So Lincoln, Nebraska was our home and it is my home. I've been here longer than I have anywhere else. 
So this is where, this is my community. This is my home. This is, you know, this is where I went to school. This is where I've worked. This is where I've built, you know, kind of a life for myself and now also for my family and my daughter. Um, you know, so this is, this is, this is all I got. Yeah. This is home. This is home. Well, thanks for sharing that. It's 519. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIM. We're talking with District 3 candidate for City Council, Dr. Elena Newman. Now, let's talk about your education because you grew up here in Lincoln. Uh, where did you go to school? And then where does that, you know, how has that education led you to what you do today? So I remember when we came here in 93, we had to go to school, of course. Uh, we went to, I've, my brother and I went to Everett Elementary, mm-hmm. so that's where we started. I remember fourth grade uh, was where I started. My brother was in second grade. And um, I, I remember certain things. I remember my ESL teacher. I was ESL at the time. It's ELL now. So I gradu- I went through the ELL program. I, I bonded to my ELL teachers. In fact, Mary Jo Cherry, I still keep in touch with her. She was my... I mean, she she was my first experience, you know, of teachers in the United States. And she was she she's a very good friend of mine even today. Um, I remember needing an interpreter because I didn't know anything. Mm. Um, I, I couldn't communicate. So the way I communicated is by drawing pictures to show where I needed to go or what I needed to do. Over time, I learned English, and I I still have writings from that time, and I look at them now, and I go, ah, (laughs) (laughs) I am missing a conjunction here and a comma here, and this doesn't even make sense. So, um, but I, you know, I went through fourth grade, fifth grade, and sixth grade. I transferred to Lincoln Christian School. Uh, I graduated in two thousand two as a salutatorian of my class. Mm. Never imagined in a million years that that would happen. I went to UNL and got my bachelor's in psych. I then got my master's in psych. And then I just got my PhD in November of 2020. Congratulations. Thank you. So it's been a long, it's, it's been a, a dream to have, to be a doctor. Um, now granted that dream started, that dream was intended to be a medical doctor, but you know, close enough. I'm a doctor. I'm <laughs> just right. not a doctor doctor. That's right. So what are you doing now? So now I'm an educator. I teach at uh, at local community college. Mm-hmm. So I teach at SCC. So I teach psych and social. Um, and then I also go into the high schools and I uh, teach dual credit classes. So psych and social, uh, dual credit. Um, I also teach student success class. So all the new students coming into the college environment, um, I'm involved with that. In my off time <laughs> you I, have any yeah between the ballroom dancing and the teaching i find some 24 hours in a day is a long time <laughs> like i can fit in a lot of things uh in that 24 hour time period but i work in a small community pharmacy uh, so i went from the corporate world down to a local uh local pharmacy so i work at lincoln pharmacy mm-hmm. uh with fahim shout out to fahim <laughs> uh and then um i'm a editor so i have my own small business so i do editing and proofreading mm-hmm. uh for various publishers and and um whoever needs a product edited i guess and then i do tutoring and advocate work for students to empower them to be successful um 
to give them, you know, to tutor, to help them uh, beat the barriers that they believe that they have. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, a lot of it is through encouragement, a lot of it through, you know, whatever it is that they need, whether they need help in math or if they need help with writing a paper. Um, I'm I'm an advocate, uh, motivator, slash editor slash I don't <laughs> a little know, bit of everything. everything a little bit of everything uh and then now i just recently undertaken well not recently i've been doing this for two and a half years but i ran in the last election for city yeah, council yeah. so i'm at it again so i'm i'm putting my name into the into the hat again uh, for that district three spot good uh to be on the city council and then when i have time we ballroom dance there you go <laughs> There you go. Well, hey, you know, your story has, um, it's really crafted and defined who you are and why you're running for city council. We don't have time now. We've got to take a quick break. And uh, in the second half of the show, we're going to have you start out by telling what was what was it that triggered you to want to get involved in politics? You're going to want to stick around. This is an incredible story, and um, it will really tell you the heart of who Elena is and why she's running for city council um, in April of 2023. All right, it's 524. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Well, welcome back to the show. It's five twenty eight. Thirty degrees in Lincoln feels like twenty seven. Johnny and uh, we are in a winter weather advisory. It's kicking off tonight or early this morning, I guess three a.m. to three a.m. on Thursday, going to six uh, p.m. We're going to see some freezing rain, light drizzle. Johnny needs a ride to work, so I'll help him take care of that so he doesn't oh, slip. You. Absolutely, we're going to do that for you, Johnny. Appreciate it. You bet. Well, we've got a lot of Husker sports. Coming up uh, today and also throughout the week, uh, the men's basketball team six and three uh, tonight. They're taking on number ten Indiana. Pre-game starts at six thirty. Tip-off is at seven thirty. You can hear that game right here on KLIN. And then on Saturday, they're taking on uh, fifth-ranked Purdue. That pre-game will start at twelve fifteen, with the game actually at one fifteen. Then the women's basketball team is also playing tonight as well. They're taking on twentieth-ranked Maryland, uh, and then um, or ex- yeah, twentieth-ranked Maryland on Sunday, and then tonight. They're taking on Wisconsin, so they're busy as well. And then finally, the Husker volleyball team. Man, they are on a roll. We're so excited for them. Um, they won their first round of the NCAA tournament right here in Lincoln. They are now, I think they're actually in or at least heading to Louisville right now. They're going to take on Oregon on Thursday. It's going to be early, early, early morning game for them. First serve will start at 10 a.m. Well, we've been having a great discussion with Dr. Elena Newman, candidate for city council, and um, that uh, primary is going to be in April. We're going to continue the conversation with her in the second half of the show. Uh, So stick around. She's got a great story. You're going to want to hear about it. You're not going to want to miss it. Up next, we're going to check in with Fox News and then KLIN News with Michael Wheeler, who does an awesome job. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thank you so much for joining us on your drive home today. Again, it is uh, 537. We've got that winter weather advisory. Just want you to be aware of they just kicked it off within the last hour or so. So again, between between about 3 a.m. tomorrow morning till about 6 p.m., we're going to see some uh, some uh, winter weather for, I, I think, kind of the first time where it might be a little dangerous out there, some freezing 
rain and drizzle. First so time this be year. careful. First time this year. Well, yeah, not the, that's true. That is true. And not the first time ever, right? Just uh, the first time this year. So I think we've had some dustings, but that's been about it. Well, coming up on the drive uh, time uh, show for tomorrow, uh, Johnny's going to be excited about this. We've got pro wrestler Brian Blade coming in. Yep. So Johnny's going to help me with that, right? You're going to oh, be my right-hand man during that show. It'll be a little more than just producer tomorrow, there you go. I guess. <laughs> That's his passion, uh, pro wrestling. And then Friday, Stan Parker, candidate for mayor of Lincoln, will be here as well. Today we're being joined uh, by Dr. Elena Newman, who has announced her candidacy for the District 3 City Council seat here in Lincoln. In the first segment, uh, she shared her, her incredible personal story uh, of coming to to America and everything that they went through as a family and uh, as a, uh, an ethnicity, um, you know, with her people um, is just amazing. If you didn't hear the story, I really want to encourage you and highly recommend you check out the podcast at KLIN.com or go to our 1400 KLIN app. Well, Elena, um, you know, you've currently uh, are now uh, registered as a candidate for a District 3 City Council seat. But before we get into that and some of the issues that our listeners really want to know about, what caused caused you to get involved in politics in the first place? So that whole process was, I did say before that I'm, when I jump into something, I jump in 200% right off the bat. So um, July of 2020, when the riots were happening Mm -hmm. downtown Lincoln, my my immediate reaction was patrolling the house. Mm. And I went window to window, door to door. Now, mind you, I've been in psychology for 20 years. I've studied it. I mean, I have a PhD in it. So I was trying to understand what I was doing or what what my body was doing, I guess. And it is very important to me to have a connection between my mind, what my mind thinks, and then what my body does. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't like when there's differences between the two. So as I was sitting trying to figure out, you know, why in the world it, it, it was those were the conversations that I had with myself between the wee hours of 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. as I'm laying in bed, can't sleep. Um, and I think and I think for all of us, for, for our listeners and stuff, I know I know for myself, I remember those nights. Yeah, because you come from a different experience, which you're talking about. Um, but I know a lot of my friends and, and family members as well. There was a fear there going on. Yeah. Right. And so you're yeah. you know, that's so your reaction. I appreciate you sharing that and being vulnerable because that leads you to then to why you want to get involved. Yeah. So as I was patrolling and I was trying to figure out why I did that, it finally clicked to me that it finally clicked with me, resonated with me that the reason I was doing that is because I was trying to prepare, prevent, however you want to say it, from it happening again. So when I shared my story, I said that the apartment was infiltrated through the doors and the windows. That's why I kept patrolling my house is I wanted to make sure that all the areas where there was entry in the past that I had all of those entryways covered. And again, it was my body reliving. um, And I realized that back then as a four-year-old, I had no choice. Um, I was basically a victim of my circumstance. But at that moment in time, in July, 2020, I was no longer the victim. I had a choice. I had an opportunity. I had the ability to do something about it. I chose at that moment 
to take on a survival role and and patrol my house to address what I was what my body was trying to mm-hmm. relive. So what led it to you then to the political side of it like wh- to take that action? What was what was it and what did you want to do at least at that time to say I want to contribute or I want to to help or I want to serve? What triggered that? So I've always been, I mean, all of the jobs that I've ever had were in, in service. So it, it, I started at the grocery store, it went to education, and then it went to, uh, you know, the healthcare world and, and those kinds of things. What I saw nationwide happening as far as um, accountability, transparency, lack of holding people um you know holding people to their act you know to be responsible for those actions to you know to uh, accountability accountability yes. yeah at, at the end of the day it just comes out it comes down to accountability uh not seeing that happen mm-hmm. at the time of the riots that's what pushed me into serving in a, in serving in a different capacity uh being able to to do something that even though at the time I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. I knew that if I served in a bigger purpose with the experience that I have had and what I can bring to the table maybe we can prevent those kinds of things Mm. from happening in the future yeah so let's go let's talk about your experience then what makes you the best candidate for the district three seat many things (laughs) (laughs) so i have always been i've always been in the um i've always valued valued education and i come from a world where education isn't guaranteed Hmm. um women traditionally in many cultures are called to submission called to housework called to duties of the home so in in the united states where there are a lot more freedoms for women to pursue different avenues in other parts of the world there are no there aren't those opportunities so i wanted to Make sure I utilized every opportunity that I had given to me in the United States. Um, and so I, I love educating. I love presenting information. I love presenting multiple perspectives. Mm. I want, I want people to see both sides. I want us to meet in the middle. We have become so polar that we can't even have conversations about issues even simple issues let alone some of the most more complicated Mm -hmm. issues and at the end of the day we have people from all walks of life all sorts of experiences living in the city and we need leadership who is going to be able to help people meet in the middle we also need people who will listen and that's a strength of mine, as well as education, because in education, you have to listen. Mm-hmm. And I want to have town halls. 
I want to have people come in and I want us to have difficult conversations. I want people involved in the process of making this city great. I want people involved in the decisions that happen in the city. Um, so that that's the other part of it. Um, I, I want people to understand that where U.S. is headed, it's not a good place. Why is that? And I am seeing little by little rights being stripped away. And I come from a country of no rights. Mm. And to see that, it brings back everything that my family's experienced. It brings it to the forefront again. Many people come to the U.S. for freedom. And I want to make sure that we don't get to a point where we're fighting for freedoms that we now have. We, I want to make sure we don't get to a point where we go so far that we can't have what we have now. And we've seen, you know, we, we, we've seen parts of, of some of those things happening nationwide. Um, we have, you know, we have countries that are trying to get basic rights back. And we're trying to negotiate giving rights away. Mm. And other countries look up to us. I remember hearing the streets are paved with gold. My family gave up everything to be here. And I can't do that again. Mm. And I can't have my daughter live like that either. So this is my home. And even though at four, I couldn't protect it. I can do something about it as a 38-year-old. And if I have to... If I have to sacrifice time, sleep, effort, whatever, I am willing to do that. It's 548. We're talking with Dr. Elena Newman, candidate for District 3 City Council um, here in Lincoln on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIM. Elena, let me ask you this. Um, I've got some questions about issues, but uh, what you just shared I just want to ask, like, why did your folks decide to come to America? Like, what was it that caused them to say, this is the country that we want to go to? Freedom. The U.S. is the only country that guarantees freedom. There's no other country that guarantees freedom. We have a Constitution and the Bill of Rights that give us those unalienable unalienable rights. No other country guarantees that. There's not a country in the world. And every time you hear anywhere, you can be anywhere in the world, and when you talk about the United States, there's already a sense of, there's a sense of awe. There's a sense of respect. There's a sense of peace. 
especially for people who flee persecution, like my family has. Like I mentioned, we always heard the, the streets are paved with gold. In the United States, you can be anything you want to be. Any, any desire that you have, there, there are opportunities. The key is knowing where to go to get those opportunities mm-hmm. and building relationships that will help you get to that point. Yeah. Let's talk about um, what platform do you do you want to bring to the table for the city council? So there are I've kind of condensed my platform into three things. My biggest that the number one thing I want to make sure people understand and, and that that I bring to the table is I will always, always, always look to our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. I want to uphold that. I want to protect it. I want to make sure that we go back to using it. It it seems that we have kind of, have kind of let it go, but we need to bring it back full full force. Um I want to ensure that there's accountability and transparency. Uh that builds trust. We as people elect leaders to lead for us. There is a sense of trust that leaders will do what's best, not only for them, but also for their constituents, because leaders don't get into those positions without their constituents. And there have been many broken promises. There have been many um, times where where a, a leader or a candidate will say something and they don't deliver. I'm not that person. If I say something, I'll deliver it. Uh, so accountability and transparency have guided my life from as far, you know, from as young as I can remember, which is why I went into some of the career areas that I have gone into. And then the, the third thing is I want to make sure and help small businesses. I want to promote small businesses. We need to help our local economy. And I know the last two and a half years have been very rough on small businesses. And we need to bring we need to bring that back. We need to rile around our small businesses so that they can they can um, you know our, our economy thrives with small businesses. Mm-hmm. The s- small businesses basically run our economy, yep. and so those are the three things that I want to work on. So as you um, continue to develop your campaign, what's your greatest need right now? Funding. <laughs> <laughs> and course. I hate to say it. Well, that's part of the I process. I hate to say so. it, but it is. Um, funding is huge. And um, volunteers, uh, I would love any and all help. Right now, I'm officially, technically, a team of one. So I would love as many people as I get my campaign together. I have a few people that have expressed interest mm-hmm. in helping out the campaign, but we really haven't kicked things off yet. I want to make sure people like enjoy the holiday season before they get inundated with another right. <laughs> election cycle. Um, but if you're at all interested in helping, volunteering, um, I would I would more than welcome you aboard. If you agree with the platform, if you want to get to know me better, uh, let's go have coffee. Coffee is my love language, so <laughs> I mean I'll, I'll do coffee any day. Um, but I, I, I meet with people, I message every person on Facebook, whoever contacts me, I reply to every single email that every, that people send me. Um, 
Check out my website, newmanforlincoln.com. I am going to be uh, releasing a new website uh, that we've been kind of working on behind the scenes. So it'll be a, a lot more robust, a lot more uh, user-friendly. So um, kind of keep an eye out on that and follow me on various social media platforms. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all sorts of social media. And yes, I respond to every single message. That is awesome. And you're running um, nonpartisan as well. And I am. Yes, I am running as a nonpartisan candidate. I What I love about that and, and in talking with you on the show and off the air is that you have a heart for hearing everybody's voice. Yes. and bringing that all to the table. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for um, sharing your heart uh, with us. And um, I'm so grateful that you shared that so that we can get to know you better and who you are and how that's molded you to want to do what you do today. So thank you, Elena. So Dr. Elena Newman, uh, we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Primary elections, April 4th, uh, 2023. You can go to newmanforlincoln.com if you want more information. It's fine. 55. We're going to take our final break and then wrap things up. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, it's 558. We're almost done with the show. That went by so fast. Uh, thank you for being with us on Drive Time Lincoln. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. Filling in for Jack, the commander's going to be back um, uh, next week. Um, we're going to have on Friday... Um, Stan Parker's going to come in. He's going to talk about his candidacy for mayor. And then Thursday, tomorrow, Johnny's all excited. We got Brian Blade coming in. You're going to be my help because, you know, I, I'm a novice of, of, of pro wrestling except for what I experienced when I was a little kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we've talked about that before in there. Oh, we'll yeah. probably talk more about that um, tomorrow as well. So uh, we do have a winter weather advisory. It kicks off around 3 a.m. this morning, goes till 6 p.m. Uh, tomorrow on Thursday. Um, they're expecting uh, us to have freezing rain, freezing drizzle. They're really warning people right now that the streets could be very slick as you go into work tomorrow. So I'm sure if Chris Lofgren was in here right now, he'd be saying what, Johnny? What would be what would Chris be saying? Oh, be be careful. Be very be, careful. Yeah, uh, slow down where needed. <laughs> Grillmaster Chris, by the way. Grillmaster Chris <laughs> would be making sure to take care of us. So, yeah, just stay uh, tuned to KLIM. We'll make sure you're all up to date on the weather and um, everything that's happening with that. Well, thank you so much for joining us again on Drive Time today. Um, uh, Drive Time Lincoln. It, I tell you what, this was such a great show. We want you to check out the podcast. You can go to KLIN.com for that. All right. All right, thank you so much to Elena Newman and Johnny, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everyone, on uh, KLIN 1499.3.